Today, I have the pleasure of talking to Will Wilson. He's the CEO of Bloom Intelligence, a Wi-Fi marketing and customer intelligence platform. Their platform allows restaurants to capture customer information as they seek to access the restaurant's Wi-Fi. Then, Bloom intelligently creates a custom profile for them. From there, you can continue to market to these individuals in a personalized way. You can send them offers, even survey them, which is what we're talking about today. We talked about comment cards, pros and cons, of them and how to use them effectively as a way of identifying if there was any issues with an order, uh, how to solve those issues, and if the customer had an experience that was outstanding, direct them to go to online or, uh, you know, review sites such as Yelp and TripAdvisor, uh, asking them to please leave us uh, a review there as well. Again, our goal here in this business, in the restaurant business, is to bring customers back again and again and again, and seeking customer feedback is a great way to do that. So we talked about, as I mentioned how to create a culture of feedback where our people and management not only you know welcomes it but also we seek it and we view it as an opportunity to serve our customers better and up our game when it comes to operations up identifying our weaknesses so we continue to crush it in this business. I'm excited to share this interview with you and uh, see a couple things that you can implement this week and make some dough. serving our customers, how are we going to serve them better? And obviously, one of the ways that your platform helps restaurant owners, just like me, uh, in getting that right. So first, I want to talk to you about what do you think are some of the benefits of surveying customers after their visits? I feel like a lot of times as restaurant owners and managers, our focus is all the way to get that food to that customer's yeah. at the table, get it as fast as we can, be friendly, you know, all this stuff, you know, operationally, the marketing, all of that, but we don't necessarily have a strategy in place when it comes to what goes after that, you know, after all this is a relationship. So what, do, what are your thoughts on the benefits of doing that? Well, let's first start off with some of the basics of economics when you talk to any business. It, it's always cheaper to uh, retain a current customer than to acquire a new one. And that's where the basic principles come into play. Mm -hmm. And Second thing, as, as a former restaurant operator, and I've managed many restaurants and bars along those lines, is typically most customers, when they have a bad experience, they leave, they don't rate you, mm -hmm. and they just never come back and tell all your friends and all their friends. So you start creating this viral negative effect of what's going on. So I think that it's more and more important to create tools so you can like actually start measuring customer sentiment um, after they leave because a lot of times is you with these uh, restaurant comic cards they're still in the middle of the experience right have they gotten the full experience before they've done that and when you catch them after it now you're top of top of mind and also what's so nice about it with this with the right mechanisms in place you can start saying okay if it's a good review how do I maximize that exposure right and if it's a negative review how do I respond that in a timely way um, one of the, actually one of the uh, great statistics that I, I brought up is a study of the TNS Empire, one of the largest global research agencies, researched over 2,000 overall, hoped to receive a response while just 38% received one. Think about that for a second. So that comes into the timeliness of your response, right? If someone has a bad experience and they actually take time to make a negative, uh, a negative comment online, how do you react to it? How do you do it in a positive way? How do you make a path forward so that other people that see that comment show that you're taking care of them and that you care? And it's very yeah. easy for a restaurant operator to just be like, to be dismissive of it because you know, it's your baby. 
right? And it hurts when someone talks bad about you, baby. But at the same time, you have to look at the bigger picture of mm -hmm. what this actually means. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, absolutely. I wanted to say um, also that by the time somebody leaves a review online, negative review in particular, it's too late. They, it was so negative that they made the time go figure out Yelp maybe open an account because if they had never done it right yeah. it was such a bad experience and they get pissed even more because they're wasting time over this versus if we had a system in place where we acquired all of our customers because as, as I don't know if you mentioned it but you know I don't know what's the percentage of people who leave bad reviews of all the people who may have not had you know outstanding experience many of them don't necessarily go re leave a review many of them they just don't come back as you mentioned right yeah. so we have a system in place to get in touch with them and show genuinely we do care that is yeah. tremendously uh, valuable let's talk about comment cards and you mentioned as well so yeah. uh, i know that i i even think like chick-fil-a some of these places they do have these classic vehicles in place i do think yeah. it is important to have some offline and online methods because some people are not tech savvy depending yep. on the audience you serve as well. Let's talk about comment cards. What do you think are some of their pros and cons? I think everybody's familiar with comment cards. Yeah. You wanna go over it just briefly, what it entails for somebody to consider? Yeah, so I mean, on a very basic scenario, what a restaurant comment card for the people out there that may not have a good understanding of it, it's just the card that maybe you see that the server leaves after they give you your check, or you'll see it laid on the a table topper asking them to leave a review, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and give us some feedback about your experience. Um, and overall, the concept is something that every restaurant needs to do because measuring customer sentiment is super important and to be in touch with how your customers feel about your restaurant is important in multiple different ways, not only for the positive things, but as an operator, you want to define where your weak points are. You know, mm -hmm. you want to define where you can improve in the constant process or Kaizen or the constant process of improvement, right? And that's how you build a strong operation that actually uh, does probability. So leaving a comment card out there and giving them the ability to create a feedback mechanism mm -hmm. uh, is a very basic minimum I think every restaurant needs to do that is conscious about keeping your customer centric to your operation. Uh, now, there's multiple methods that you, you could do it with, right? You can mm -hmm. do it the traditional way where, so as I mentioned, you print them off, you ask a specific question on there, but then you have to create mechanisms on the back end that, okay, how do I pull all this data into one centralized area? How do I keep in a way that I can analyze it? And how do I making sure I have a consistent uh, process to respond not only to the negative reviews, but also to positive reviews, right? This is about building a customer relationship at the end of the day and, and building that brand loyalty. So, yeah. you know, the basics of that, you know, is printing them, coming up with the questions that are relevant to your organization. And, you know, sometimes when you're going through that discovery process to, to discover what types of questions you want, sometimes it's good to ask your customers, you know, you know, you know, what it, what would you want, you know, to know, you know, what are your concerns? And maybe that'll give you some little jump mm -hmm. in to actually ask the questions and not be afraid of that negative feedback because Quite honestly, everyone gets negative feedback. I wanted to ask you about the questions because I feel like one of the things that happens is uh, in, in, in business, any business, if you don't ask specific questions, you will not get specific answers to improve specific things. Because we can just yep. say in generality, I personally, when you go to restaurants, maybe I did not have the best experience. If the server asks, so how is everything? It's a yeah. very vague so we're gonna say oh everything's fine you know because yeah. it wasn't a specific question you know what i mean yeah. so what are your thoughts on some of the specific questions we can put in obviously it, it's different on each operations and each restaurant yeah. but what are some of your thoughts on that 
the thought is it's all comes down to who your customer base is and what your service or product is, right? That you're delivering to your customer. And what I encourage, uh, you know, you can go with the very general, how's your experience today? To your point, it's general. If you are going to ask that question, you need to make sure you create feedback loops into that so that you get them specific, specifically what do they like and what do they dislike. And a lot of times I like to say specifically, was there anything that you disliked about your experience, right? Mm -hmm. So it allows them to hone in and ask for that negative, right? Because you do want that negative to come out so that you continue to improve. The other it's thing hard is- hard to ask that question, you know, uh, it is hard. They're afraid, right? They're afraid, that they're like, oh, it's gonna be so negative, but you have to embrace it. Mm -hmm. This is part of, you know, what business is and what life is. Um, but, you know, within that is, let's say you're launching a new menu item and you really want to get customer feedback around this specific menu item because, you know, this specific menu item maybe has a, a high profit, uh, profit margin for you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That you want to bring in. So those are good ones that you do when have someone has specific meals to make sure that you actually survey them about that meal. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you can do a, a scale of one to 10 or you can use a five-star response or very much like a net promoter or like some people will do the net promoter stories like how like would you be to yeah. recommend our restaurant to your friend right and that gives you a very standardized way to start measuring what is what is good and bad for your your mm -hmm. customers and if you start seeing that you're trending continuously bad in specific areas be proactive and i, I think that a part of that is not only being proactive in how you respond to the customer but it's alignment from your 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 management to your team, to your customers, right? Managing that communication flow because there's a gap sometimes because your your management has these great, uh, they want the insight, they want to improve and they want to go through that process. But if they don't vet and, and get their team involved in the process, then that it's like playing a, a telephone. Have you ever played telephone as a kid? Where yeah. you, you say one thing and then, oh, yeah in the middle in the middle and by the time it's an entirely different message by the time it gets over there so you have to be very careful about how do you structure that process so you actually get true data right that's not skewed uh and it has to come specifically from the customer um i feel like a lot of times <clears throat> we may be giving feedback to our managers say the service isn't friendly enough or we need to be doing this and this and that versus if a customer says it you know that awareness is really important because at times they're not even aware of an yep. area of, of improvement and opportunity. So uh, and definitely smart success, right? Yeah. yeah, you know, you really, what you should be doing is you, you should, let's say, break it up in time periods and reporting wise and say, okay, this month I received X amount of, my average rating was this. Next month, my average rating was this. And let's see how that's trending overall, right? And on the specific questions or your overall question, and that will give you a great benchmark that really start measuring the success of your, your operation. Right. If it, I, I feel like to, the old world of analog way of doing things is moving away because of what you mentioned in terms of the digital process. It's the data that you're able to collect automatically and passively and put it in a way that is using cleaning that data and making sure it's relevant. But also, how do I benchmark that over time in a consistent process? Right. That's very important because if, if you're not if you can't measure success, how do you know what success is? Hey friend, I wanted to make sure we give you something practical and tangible when it comes to comment cards so you can implement it this week. Our team here at Making Dough Show put together a comment card template for you. In all transparency, this one has been inspired by Chick-fil-A's comment card. 
you can go ahead and click on the link below, download it, edit it. You can edit the questions, you can add your own logo or whatever it is that you want to edit and make your own and implement it this week. Click on the link below for more details. Now let's get back into the show. I feel like we, especially in the first year or two, you need to get as much feedback as possible um, because that just is going to determine how you set up the structure and the systems you're going to create. We, uh, in the first year, we texted. We have a texting platform that we use. We had a virtual assistant every single phone order or delivery that we had a phone number, we would send them a text. Now, granted, it was groundwork because I had somebody all day doing that and it's in Philippines so it, it wasn't very costly <laughs> but we were able to get uh, tremendous uh, information like in terms of the pizza is always cold we're like oh when we put the pizza in here it gets cold or whatever the first year or two I feel like it can make you break it if you don't get a handle of the feedback you get especially because you don't have everything sorted out just yet you're a little yeah, bit disorganized you know, right? that is critical time to figure out what matters most to your customers and do that and fix those problems, uh, definitely. I agree. I think that uh, I've, you know, so I've, I've ran multiple businesses. I've been in, in different uh, areas and one of our businesses is an advertising business. And a lot of times you'll go talk to new restaurant owners and the first thing that they, you know, they'll talk about is, you know, they, they're like, I don't, I don't need in that. I'm full all the time. I don't need feedback loops. I don't need this. Yeah. And what they don't realize is that Typically, the first six months of your restaurant is when you're going to be the busiest, right? Everyone wants to try the new place, but yeah. what happens after that, right? Indeed. And if you're not consistently grabbing that feedback and using that content process of improvement and the how do you iterate, oh, you're yeah. just hurting yourself, right? Definitely. So it's like, how do you put those mechanisms in play so that you can sell as an operator from one location, two locations? five locations, 10 locations, because at some point it's not about your gut feeling or your thought of how you know your customers. It's about the data, right? And that's, yeah. that's a hard move from, from a, a small operator to a mid-sized operator to a mm -hmm. big operator is how do, how do I be data-driven and not my gut yeah. feeling? Um, I wanted to say uh, something you pointed out in terms of, I feel like, and I want to talk about having this culture as a company um, of being seeking feedback. I feel like it doesn't matter if you're slow um, or you're busy all the time. It, it's not about, I mean, I understand the data, all that matters, but rather it needs to become a culture where we want to honor our customers. They give us their money. They work hard for their money and we need to be seeking that feedback. It doesn't matter if we're busy, we're full, you know, it's not all about marketing tactics, but rather again, um, honoring people in, in my opinion. I mean, what are your thoughts in terms of having this culture as a company? Uh, and it comes from the top, obviously it goes all the way down where we receive feedback humbly and welcome it. Uh, yeah, it, you know, I think it's as leadership, one of the things you need to do, uh, I, you know, I, you know, I like to personally interview everyone that comes into my company uh, at one point. And I think by the point it gets to me, it's, you know, they're pretty much have a job as long as they can answer the right questions and go through their process. But my job as, as a leadership position is to align, you know, what your core principles as a co company for example, example, ours is integrity, kaizen, mm -hmm. uh, and humility. Right? The humility part is taking your ego out of the way yeah. and be able to be customer-centric and bring that feedback so you can continue that process of improvement. And that's what you need to start from day one when someone's in your interview process mm -hmm. to all the way through and enforcing that and reinforcing that through your meetings and your group outings. And you know, how do you treat people? And how, how do we welcome them into our family? 
because it's imperative to your business, right? Yeah. And if you don't start thinking that now, I promise you, it will hurt you in the future um, within that because it's a tough world out there. Uh, you know, in, especially in the restaurant. Oh, yes. So, I, low profit margins, like, you know, in terms, and you, you have to be able to, you, you have to understand and have a great real-time understanding of what's happening in your business. And, and it just gives you, even if it gives you a marginally 5% better chance of surviving, mm-hmm. that's a big margin in my, in, oh, yes. in, in my mind, right? Yeah. Considering, was it like, a, I think 8% of businesses fell in the first year or something like that? Uh, oh, yeah. So it, oh, definitely. Yeah. So, it's like, very tough. you know, with that in mind, it's like, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You need to look at what is the best practices that are out in the market. And then you need to make sure that you're, you're implementing that um, so that you are the, you know, you can do more than just feed your family. Maybe now you can start affording these great trips and you can, you know, give your kids the things that they need, right? This is what we're talking about at the end of the day. Absolutely. I, um, I totally agree with you. And I want to simply point out what you just said in terms of when you interview people, again, it be, once it becomes part of the culture of your company, you do that through HR and with customers. I mean, it's ultimate, ultimately, it's important to view that seeking feedback as a way of doing business um, yeah. that, that we do. Um, I wanted to... The thing I, w- I would say is I was just on a trip and uh, I, w- I was in Costa Rica and it was nice. um, and I was in the airport and uh, sitting at a, at a bar waiting for my plane to to, uh, to uh, board and I remember as you know we're talking up because hospitality you know mm-hmm. hospitality yeah. talk and you know you know before I left nobody did he wrote on paper he said please remember you know to give us a review on TripAdvisor I mean this is their slow season they're not even busy but they're making sure that you know they're asking for that review Right. So not only uh, in terms of restaurant comment cards at your physical location and how you use that for internal feedback, mm-hmm. but don't be afraid to build that into your your culture to ask for that good review. You know, if you see someone having a great experience, ask them to make that review on, on, on uh, TripAdvisor, or Google, or you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, like that's a part. Of that I culture. think it's a missed opportunity. A lot of times we don't ask everybody's busy and they may have a fantastic experience right there and then and even compliment your people right there or the food or the experience they walk out they're so busy if we don't ask uh for it uh, um and i think i mean it depends on how you ask it we we do have a, as well a card with like a back of it is like a free order of breadsticks we have our manager when she goes around and asks if someone is really you know complimentary like hey it would mean the world if you would please take five minutes and leave us a review and just as a thank you you know we don't tell them leave us a five-star bet you know because that's illegal you're just asking them to leave your review and you're like hey as just as a thank you for your time here's a free order of red six is in the back of the card and the other side of it it's uh, has links or whatever just information about how to do all of that but it's uh, i think so much opportunity is lost not asking um there's a lot of people who have a great experience it's just yeah. it's not on the radar. They're thinking about their kids and their bills and whatever. So if we don't ask for it, I think that is uh, critical. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you, so we're on the same page. Getting feedback is so important. Uh, you know, we have different kinds of restaurant owners, some that are in the beginning, they're not profitable just yet. Um, mm-hmm. I think we both agree. It's important to implement some sort of a system in place to get feedback, to get better, so we can become profitable. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to just take a time and talk about your company uh, as yeah. well. What is it that you guys do with Wi-Fi marketing? To be honest, I've heard it a lot. I'd like you to simplify it uh, and 
talk about, you know, how you guys work. I know that you guys do a lot of things, particularly in terms of surveys and collecting customer feedback. How yeah. do you guys benefit restaurant owners? Perfect. Um, so let me give you kind of a little analogy. You know, uh, if you're an online com uh, company, you have a website. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the tools to know when people are coming to your website, what they're doing on your website, what content they're interacting with, mm -hmm. uh, maybe what they're purchasing, right? And usually at some point it's anonymous, then they, you know, actually register and the company now is building a profile around you and they're using all this information that they're collecting to start remarking to you based upon who you are as a buyer's persona yeah. and their behavior. Yes. This is exactly what we're doing for physical locations. So if you think about it in a very simplified way, someone walks into your location, we understand that person is there, uh, whether they log into Wi-Fi or not, and we start collecting anonymous data. I don't know who you are, but I know how long you're there, how often you come back, you're a first-time visitor, and a lot more. So we provide these actionable key performance indicators within a dashboard for you. Then at some point, they log into Wi-Fi, and we actually, that's at the point where they opt in, and we can start building a digital profile around who you actually are. And you know, then we're associating your device level information to your digital profile. So we have an understanding of your behavior and who you are. And then we can start remarking to you based upon that behavior. So maybe when someone leaves a location, an hour or two after they leave, you want to set up a survey brought to someone and say, you know, how was your experience today? And we allow them to give you anywhere from one to five star response at this uh, way. And let's say, and this is basically all configurable, but let's say they give you four stars or above, we can then say, hey, thank you for that great rating. Please remember to share your love on TripAdvisor, et cetera. But also you can configure it the opposite because of negative rating, and then you can get an automatic response that goes out to, uh, to your management so they can then respond to it in real time, or you can create automatic feedback loops within our system. So you could say, for example, someone gave me a three star below, let me go ahead and send them, send them I know we're sorry about your bad experience today, Maybe here's a free cookie to give us another try. They come back into that location. After they leave, we can send them a follow-up survey and create a feedback loop and say, hey, did your experience improve from your last one? Right, so we now start creating these feedback loops that we then can use that is automat automated and passive. Um, I think the bigger, bigger picture uh, across everything is, in today's world, uh, I like to consider customers are off-platform. What that means is they're not only going to your location or your yeah. website or rating sites or on Facebook or Google, it, they're going through all those different platforms. So as a brand, it's really important for you to start establishing your own communication channel. How do I build my own customer relationship database, right? How do I understand who my customers are so I can make better decisions? Yeah. Uh, how do I understand how they're interacting with my brand so I can start pivoting and can move into what they like and how they want? And then how do I increase frequency of my customer, increase the spend, and how do I know the ROI of that? These are things you can do with the internet of things. It's amazing, the world's changed. We see our normal customers uh, collecting anywhere on a very low end, 50 net new customer profiles a month, and this is a very low end, yeah. but literally 25,000 net new customer profiles a month per location. That's like, not bad at all. That's you start good. doing data, uh, uh, extrapolating that in terms of bringing it to scale. I mean, let's say you're running a five location operation and you're, you're collecting 200 uh, per location. That's a thousand profiles you're collecting a month automatically about lifting a finger that's clean that you can remark to. That's 12,000 a year. And then if you send out a campaign, like I'll give you an example. Uh, we have a, a trigger called an at-risk customer. Mm -hmm. And what we do with that is uh, we actually measure everyone's frequency distribution. 
and we have a uh, meaning like you come every week, right? And that's your pattern, right? You come every week on Friday and that's what we yeah. notice you do majority of the time. Well, it actually starts predicting when your next visit is, the machine learning is, and when you start significantly going outside that behavior, it either mark you as low likelihood to churn or medium likelihood to churn or high likelihood or you've churned, you're not coming back. We have our customers that are targeting those churn customers with a good offer to bring them back. They're saving 38% of their lost customers and bringing them back in. That's a big deal. Right. Well, it's pretty, pretty interesting uh, what you're saying. Um, I did not know that you guys do that as well. I think that's, that's pretty neat. Uh, one of the things that happens with every tool is just, just like a, a knife, right? You know, you can have a Michelin star cook a, a great meal with it, someone else or what have you. Um, I feel like one of the things that happens is utilizing the tools, obviously collecting all this information and then utilizing it to obviously get the feedback and or continue to build that relationship. I feel like a lot of times we're focused on the big shiny object out there with different things and the customers you have, if you just bring them back more often or the one who came in, if they had a mediocre experience. Imagine the impact. Oh business. yeah, definitely. Well, it was a fantastic chatting with you. Uh, I hope that folks got something out of it. Again, they need to start implementing some way of method of shape or form of gathering feedback and turn that to be part of their culture. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, if somebody doesn't want to deal with the logistics, so they can spend more time with their family. It is also important to invest yeah. in software to save time, which never comes back. You know how it is. Money. Uh, oh, right? and money. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, definitely I will have all of your information about how folks can get in touch with y'all and also some of your interesting articles that I looked up um, more information about what you guys do and the show notes that people can tap into. So thank you so much, Will, and um, hope to chat with you soon sometime. I want to thank you and your show. It was a pleasure being on here and meeting you. Absolutely. Uh, definitely a pleasure. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you.